life. And that is why this is the best damn flag league in Jersey. The Cowboys are the first ever Bridge Flag Football League champions. And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the OBFFL podcast, episode number 35. Uh, no Brandon Kersman today. Joined alongside me here is Tommy Savaro, my father as always, and Augie Garbolato making his second uh, second appearance on the podcast this season, third appearance maybe. Augie's filling in for Kurtzman today. Uh, this is going to be a week five preview. I know a bunch of teams have double headers. We'll talk about that stuff. Uh, Aug, before we start here, is there any news on the league? Uh, where are the games being played this week? What time are the games? Give me that stuff before we start talking here. Games are at SJV, SJV Turf. Uh, first slate of games are at 12 o'clock. Uh, second slate is at 1.15, and the doubleheaders are at 2.30. Okay, so we have a, we're in for a long weekend again at uh, at the field at SJV Turf. Everyone be there on time. As, as always, this is going to be freezing. Uh <laughs> As always, if anyone wants to come, do stats before, help out, time, all that stuff, you're always welcome to come in the earlier games and, and help the league out. Uh, let's get right into it here. L- let's get into the, the first games of the weekend. Oh, do you have the schedule on yeah, you? Yeah, I got it. All right, let's, let's get into these uh, into these games because there are quite a few games this weekend. All right, so the 12 o'clock games, we got the 5-seed Arizona versus the 7-seed TCU. All right, let's do that one first. Arizona TCU. Dad, I'll start with you here. This is the preview. Uh, how how are you feeling about this game? How do you think these two teams match up against each other? This is going to be a great game. Uh, like I said, I like the way TCU's uh, changed their team around, changed their season around. Uh, it's going to be you know an evenly matched game, I believe. Oh, well, how are you feeling about this one? I I agree. I think the, um, they match up well. I think even though TCU lost last week, they have something to build off of. They're playing well as a team. Arizona's on a roll too. Smith's figuring out right now, so I think it's going to be a good game. Good news about this game is Brandon Giles is active. He He's will be active. playing according to uh, you. Yep, <laughs> um, Brandon active. Giles will be there. Uh, I was talking to a few people around the league uh, after after the uh, the games, and just we'll we'll start with TCU here in this one. They got out to a really hot start last week uh, in their game against the UOG. And Nick Sedano was something for them. He did have a big touchdown run, which they're obviously they're not going to have this week, so they're going to have to be a little bit more dynamic. In the second half, uh, they they didn't score any points. They really struggled there offensively. Uh, Dad, you ref the whole game. What are things that you need to see? Well, what what would be your suggestion to this team on how to move the ball? Since in the second half they were super stagnant. Yeah, it's their red zone offense. They can move the ball up and down the field. It's their red uh, red zone offense that stalled on them. Uh, I like to see him get. Uh, their linemen more involved. I'd like to see Matt Marola catch uh, more balls out of, uh, you know, coming off the line. Yeah, honestly, Matt, he he's playing center for them, so he's almost open every play, especially against us. He was open a lot. So I think they definitely need to use the line more. And I know uh, this is, you know, Brandon Giles working with uh, Joe Pipp for the first time, but Joe Pipp's a playmaker in this league, and he proved it last year. You got to get that guy involved in the game. You got to get him the ball somehow. You got to try to get him the ball in space. He's a he's a playmaker. He's not going to hurt your team by going to him. So they got to figure that out. I think defensively, uh, TCU, their defensive line, they've been as advertised in the last few weeks here. Matt and Damian have really done a, a great job on that line. Um, who else played? For, they had Sedano on the yeah, line last week. Sedan, but Damian, Damian is a yeah, monster on uh, every single play. Every play. So TCU, just for the fact of their defensive line and the way Josh can move the ball, they're going to be in the game. 
Arizona is a team that you liked last week, Dad. You thought they were trending up, even though they started getting blown out. They came back. They, you know, they never quit. They stayed alive. How do you? What would your advice be to Smitty in this game, knowing what he's going up against on that defensive line? They got to get up early. Uh, they can't play from behind. The last two weeks they have. Uh, they got behind early in the UCLA game, came back and won. Got behind last week. You know, uh, really, really gallant effort to get back in the game. I commend them for it. I like to see them. Get their shit together early. You know, come out and establish a lead. What was going wrong against uh, the Ohio State team? And then once they, how did they start scoring? What clicked for them? What What was the difference? Uh, you know, I really keep my finger on it. Uh, I'm thinking about the game. They have the ability to move the ball anytime they want. Uh, you know, the offense moves the ball. Their, their, their red zone uh, offense is good also. I just don't know why, uh, you know, they, they stall at times. Uh, but, uh like I said, you know, Smitty figures it out. He's a small quarterback, and, you know, he, he figures it out during the game. I know something that you've talked about a lot on the podcast is getting your guys involved. Spo so far, is having a slower season compared that to he had last year. We know he's a big target. He's a big beast. He had a really good year last season. Uh, he's obviously capable of a huge week at any week. Um you think you think you need he needs to see a little bit more targets, especially, you know, in the red zone, things of that nature, or do you think Smitty's doing a good job distributing? I think Smith's doing a good job distributing, but again, you know what? He's the number two pick in the draft. Yeah, number two overall. There's a reason why he's a number two pick. Uh, To me, it's always get your ball to your playmakers, get your ball to your money men, and suppose a money guy. Uh, I I find ways to get him the ball. Uh, Who do you like in this one? Without without giving you actually, we could we could get into Arizona. I forgot to mention this. Arizona will be missing Joe DeMeo. Okay, that is a big part of their team. Big part. Um, I'm trying to think, TCU. I think TCU. Is TCU has that, has the full squad yeah. coming this weekend, right? All right, let's let's uh, let's. Uh, is there anything else in this game that we're not previewing? Potentially a matchup between Spo and Pip, two of the top. You know, two first rounders going against each other. I, I always forget his name. He's a real good player. Who plays the opposite uh, receiver? Uh, for, uh, for Arizona. Paulie. Uh, yeah, very, very, very talented receiver. Very good receiver. Uh, you got to figure between him and Spo. You know, they they've got the matchups on the outside. So, you know, Smitty will find a way to get on the ball. TC, TCU, there's the thing. They, they were kind of kind of weak at corner from, from what we've been I observing. I think both they, teams are weak at corner. So you think the, this is a game where you give your receivers 50-50 yeah, balls? I think this balls. is the game where you let Spo do his thing and Pip has to get the ball. So I think you can see a big game out of the receivers um, in this one. But I'm leaning towards Arizona. All right, let, let's get into the picks. You're taking Arizona in this one, Og. Uh, are you, are you, is he filling in for Kurtzman? Are we getting Kurtzman's? Can we text, can someone text Kurtzman and grab yeah. his picks for these games? Um, Augie, Augie's going Arizona. Dad, where are you leaning in this one? I'm going to wait for you to pick your pick and then I'll, I'll wow. tell you mine is. Um, I'm going to go, I, I'm going to take TCU. I'm going to take TCU in this one. I, give me, I think, I think they had a really good game last week. I think they're really good defensively. Uh, a little bit of a Matt Marola revenge game. Played with the, he played, he played with all the Madelon boys last season. Now Matt is on a different team. A little bit of a Matt Marola revenge game. I think Matt and Damian make life hard for Smitty. Um, I think it's going to be a really close game. Potential for game of the week. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Arizona came out and played well. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they came out and won the game. Uh, but I'm going to I'm gonna go upset here. I think you're going to take Arizona, so I'm going to try to get catch a game on you here, oh, and I'm going to take TCU. <laughs> I'm sorry. As much as I like Arizona, they have wow. trouble with mobile quarterbacks. Okay. And Brandon Johnson is a very mobile quarterback. Uh, very good with his feet as well as his arm. Uh, surprise here. I think that I'm going to lean towards TCU. Yeah, that hurts me. I thought you were definitely wow. going to take Arizona. Uh, I, was, I was trying to pick against you. 
I see what you're doing there. Uh, do we get Kurtzman's picks? Did he send it in? All right, when he answers. All right, what's the other? Uh, what's the other early game? Uh, we got UCLA versus Ohio State. Mm. So IB versus Robel. Dad, I'll start. I'll start with you in this one. Obviously, Ohio State coming to this game, two teams that are trending in opposite directions. Ohio State looks great week after week, and UCLA has looks like they've been slipping and falling down the standings. I got. We both had them last in our power rankings, and we both have Ohio State second. Uh, if there is a path to victory for UCLA, what would it be? For UCLA, yes. Uh, Got to get better line play. Uh, I, you know. There are good good players on that line, but some of them tend to leak out because they want to pass more. Uh, you know, yeah, think about protecting quarterback first. You know, receiving your pass second. Uh, they they leak out way too early. Uh, some of them, not all of them. <laughs> second, I got to see better play from Rob. Uh, I, I can't I can't have him have the mistakes he's been making the last couple of weeks. And part of that could be the fact that he's not getting the proper protection. So if UCLA, you think that I think they have a really talented team. Very. I think they have a really loaded roster. Billy's looked great. At second, second in the secondary, Liam has looked uh, phenomenal. He's really coming on strong. Austin has been a beast as always. Like you said, uh, Wiz has played well. I think they need to. I think they need to define the roles a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. Like they need. I think to, everyone needs to just like play as a team now. Yes, they're, they're they're playing as individuals rather than playing as a team and as a cohesive unit. They need people have to understand. You might have to block, or you might have to be a distraction on a route. You, there has right. to be. There has to be, you know, everyone has to want to win. You, you throw your individual pride aside. Exactly. If, if this team is going to win this game against Ohio State and Anthony Bimbo, you're going to have to play as a team. You're going to have to be really smart. You're going to have to talk it through the entire game. I, I think, you know, they have a really talented roster. Like I said, they just need to put it together. Ohio State on the flip side. Uh, no Prem for them this week. Well, no Prem, who's, who's been a really good deep well, Before we move on to Ohio State, I just want to say something about UCLA. This is where Rob's got to step up. He, Like you said, he's got he's to go in the huddle. He's got to get everyone you know, a plan. He's got to tell them what exactly they're doing. I mean, there are times where, you know, for me, for my play to work, if, that, if I called, I have to have a safety out of the play. And that meant someone running a deep pad and, and, at full speed. You know, that's a sacrifice. He's not going to get the ball, but what it does, it helps the team in the long run. You clear out his own by doing that. I mean, this this is what you have to do. I mean, to sit there and, and spell it out for these players, you're going to have to do that. Yeah. And Rob knows he he's underperforming right now, so I haven't lost faith in him. But uh, they definitely need to start trending in the right direction. Because right now they are the sixth seed in the official yeah, standings. There are so. too many good players in that team for yeah. them to be. Yeah. For them to miss the playoffs yeah. and things of that nature. Uh, let's talk about Ohio State here a little bit. Obviously, last weekend was a great showing for them. And Bimbo making his MVP case very strong. He looks phenomenal right now. Um, Justin Ferreira joined the squad last week. He looked like an absolute beast. Uh, I think UCLA is going to have a very tough time guarding him. I think every team in the league is going to have a tough time guarding Justin. Like you said, Dad, you gave your dogs the week last week to Morick and Johnny. You, yeah. you thought they played a really good game. I think they and also. Christian. I think that and Christian Carasaro. I thought they all played really well. I think this Ohio State team. You're talking about defining roles. Everyone on that team seems to be bought into what IB wants to do, right? Yeah. IB, you know, whether it be TJ Angstad, maybe he's not getting the offensive looks that you would think someone of his caliber could get. But defensively, he's always a stud, plays great every single weekend, comes with a lot of energy, he's definitely committed to winning and committed to the team. Guys like Prem, we said he's been catching deep balls, even though he's not going to be there this week. Um, Johnny and Mork, I said they're playing, they're playing their roles. Uh, everyone on that team, uh, who else caught a they got Pete back Mahmoud? This they got yeah. Pete back this Pete week. Comes back this week. Um, Mahmoud caught a long touchdown. He had, had lost in the end. Yeah, he had quintessential he had, team player. Mahmoud. Yes, everyone yeah. and everyone. That's what I'm saying. They all root for each other. And right. they got Fadi for two plays. Right. <laughs> there, there, there are no egos on the team. 
they, 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 everyone plays their role. They play it well. How do you think uh, this one goes here? What, what's what's your prediction on the game? Right. You know what? When they, they lost Jake and, you know, they lost Pete, I'm saying here's a team that might take a step back. They didn't skip a beat. Uh, Justin's a, a, yeah. a beast player. He, he more he, You know what? They lose the best receiver in the league and they quite get, possibly get the best receiver yeah, in the league. He, I would so, say he was. And, and he, right away you can see he bought into the team concept. Yeah. So and I like the way, love the way he plays. And like Pete coming back, that only makes his team stronger. Uh, this team is rolling right now. They, to me, they could easily jump to one in the power rankings. Depending on what you say. Yeah. Uh, I, I like him this year. I mean, not this year. I like him this game. How do you feel about this one, Og? Uh, I think IB is just too good, and he's just going to get it done no matter what. Um, I got OSU, but this is a big game for Al because he has a doubleheader against my team. So He has to play he, well in the first he, one. The team can't lose morale. You know, they yeah. they got to be positive and realize they got a whole other game to play. So I think that's a good point. If Especially if you're playing that doubleheader, you can't be pissed off at each other. You can't be moping around the field. You definitely have to be upbeat. You have to be positive. Every single play, just go out there and try to get better. It's not, honestly, this is not the last week of the season. It's about progressing still. You need to get better. You need to figure out what works. You need to stop doing what doesn't. Uh, so with our picks, I think we're all on Ohio State on this one. I'm pretty yes. sure we could go with yeah. that. I'm pretty sure I would mark Kurtzman down for Ohio State as well based on the, the field talks that we've had about these teams. Um, let's get into the uh, let's get into the next game here. Let's do uh, the the one fifteen games. What's the first one fifteen game? Of? We got Kurtzman versus uh, the Zach Shray led Clemson. Tigers. So Clemson versus Oklahoma. Zach Shray versus Kurtzman. Zach Shray actually texted me today and asked me for a game plan against Kurtzman. Yeah, Dylan texted me too. He asked you. Yeah, he goes, "How do I beat Kurt?" He asked me. He said, "How do I beat?" Kurtzman? How would you know? Well, I watch the games. Okay. D- Dylan asked me a few questions, but what do you think the blueprint is to beating Kurtzman? It, oh, he got a system, and I don't, I don't know why, but it just works no matter what, whatever you throw at you him. You beat him in the championship last year. What, what was your game plan? What did you, you do that you got, you got to put a lot of pressure on him. You got to have fast edge rushers. Think, like we think, had Austin rushing. That's why Prem came up big in the championship yeah. for us because he's quick coming off the edge. Uh, you just got to throw different looks at him. Even in our game, I know we lost. He even said the fact that we were just mixing it up so much confused him. What I would do is go the the Belichick route. You take away his best player first. Who's his best there. player? That's the thing. You have to determine yeah. who's who's his guy. You take away a lever, you still have to worry about Nick Tompkins. You still have to worry about Tyson. If Abby shows up, you still have to worry about Abby. He has you, you, unlimited you st- weapons. I, I think you start. Ed Zalek, you can't put yeah. no scrub on Ed Zalek. Or no, run like right I said, like he's a smart player. It's tough. I mean, obviously, you got you got you got to put pressure on him. That's that's the first thing. And I, I would try to take away his best receiver. And if it happens to be Oliva, then that's where I'd start. I don't think that you could you, you can't play a like a passive game against Kurtzman. I think the blueprint to beating this Oklahoma team would be you have to con- first off you have to dominate time of possession. You can't turn it over and you have to turn him over. Kurtzman will throw he'll he'll give his receiver a chance. He'll throw a 50-50 ball. You have to win that 50-50 ball. Zach has to play really smart. He has to run the ball. They have Nick Sedano subbing from this week cuz I don't think Dylan is playing. He's nursing the ankle injury. Yep. Uh, Nick Sedano will be in effect. If you have Nick on your team, you know you could always run that that read option. And, and Nick is explosive. He makes plays. He moves the chains. Um, I, how do you how do you feel about this? Uh, how do you think the teams match up against each other here? Obviously, on I think this is a game of, of really good lines. I think on that uh, on the Clemson line, you have guys you got guys like Matt Hughes, um, Vin Arena is on the line. Uh, who else am I missing on that line? I'm I'm not thinking. Uh, right now. Uh, Matt Hughes' friend Chase, who, who's now on their team. Oh, he's playing Chase officially. Oh, he's, he's nice he, he, Chase is very good. Yeah, he's fast, strong. He's a good player. 
Okay. Yeah, I love their line. And um, then Kurtzman's line obviously has been phenomenal all year. And between they get Tompkins back. This Tompkins, week. Santiago, if, uh, DeRose, all of them. If you're looking for a blueprint, if if you were able to watch the uh, giant game last year against Cleveland, where uh, they were able defensively to put pressure on Kurtzman and their corner play was great, that 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 pretty much you know that'll do it. So you think the blue? You got to get after Kurtzman. You can't just be passing. Yeah, but but Kersman. you have to have good DBs. We were sending because, four at him some plays. Yeah. You just you got to mix it up. In this one, uh, it's going to be tough on Zach. I think Kurtzman's going to come up with a game plan that gives Zach a bunch of different looks. The athletes, uh, as well as as much as I like the Clemson roster, and I think they showed a lot of signs of life last week. They played really well, especially they fought hard in that Ohio State game. Look like and, a different team. And they absolutely they looked like a hundred percent a different team. As much as I think this is going to be closer than people think, I'm still going to lean Oklahoma here. I'm not going to pick against Kurtzman until he loses. Yeah, I'm with Oklahoma. Also. Yeah, I'm with Oklahoma. And it's, we know it's Kurtzman will be. It's going to come down to if Zach doesn't turn the ball over and, and could have sustained drives, he could be right there. His, his line will give shot. him the time. I think if Emmerich shows up again and he and he's there Emmerich this weekend, Emmerich, he, yeah, he, Emmerich is playing this weekend. He could be a factor. He could, he could pick someone who could pick Kurtzman off. I think that would be the blueprint to winning would be you have to turn him over. You can't turn it over and eat the clock. Keep the ball out of the hands. This, this hands could be one offense. of those games, you know, like last year when Cleveland was rolling and the Browns were rolling and they ran into the Giant team. Yeah. This could be one of those games for them. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we're all on. We're all on Oklahoma. What's the other uh, the other game in here? This one, uh, me, my team, Arizona State versus uh, Sam Allen, Notre Dame. Oh, this is a, a very interesting Three versus one. Reverse four seed. Uh, I'll start with you. I'll, I'll I'll turn it over to you first. Um, how do you feel your team has played last week? I'll, I'll get that one out first. How do you think you guys have have progressed throughout the season so far? Um, honestly, we we kind of peaked offensively week one. We had it rolling. We didn't have any problems, and then we started running into problems in the red zone, and really struggling, just punching it in and out like from ten yards out. Because we, we get a first down, one two plays, no problem. It's just once the field's compact, it's it's hard to move the ball. But um, I like my matchups this week against Sam's team. I know he's missing. Q's not playing. Yeah, Q, Nick King is not playing. Delano and Douglas is questionable right now. So, but uh, he has as of right now he has Emmerich subbing, who's a beast. Um, more. He has Morick subbing and John Romano subbing. Okay. So, so. they got players. He's going to fill the roster. It's going to be a little bit of a different look team. Dad, you have been a little critical of Sam. You said you wanted to see some more of him. What would your advice be to Sam Allen on how to game plan against Augie's Arizona State team? This is tough. He's, he's missing key players on his team. Uh, like I said last week, this is an elite team. Notre Dame is an elite team. Uh, Sam has to step up his game to be that elite player to lead this team to bring him to the next level. Uh, this week, like I said, without his key plays, it's going to be tough on him. But what I'd like to see him do is like single out who your game players, uh, your game changes are, and and, and get them the ball. Uh, I like to see a little bit more uh, in, less indecisiveness on pass run, uh, make a decision, you know, run out of the pocket, you know, run for the first down. Or, or, you know, stay at it and throw. Uh, I think sometimes a little too indecisive. What about uh, Arizona State here? You've been, I feel like you've refed almost every single one of their games. Or Actually, con- no. I refed the first game uh, of the year and last, uh, last week's game. In between, I haven't refed them. There was controversy between you and Augie. You guys had a little yeah, beef True this wants week. We might be able to get True on the phone right now. But while Augie does that, um, let's get into the uh, Arizona State here team, Dad. Or the Arizona State team team here dad um (laughs) 
What do you think that they need to do based off last week? Because they still a little bit on offense, like Augie said. What would be your suggestion on how they, they stop stalling on offense? Uh, red zone offense has been uh, poor as of late. Uh, I would like to see Jack get involved a little more. Mm. Julius uh, leads the league in, in receptions and yards, by the Julius way. Julius has been playing great uh, when he's not, you know, pushing off on defenders. Okay. okay. <laughs> but, uh, no, he's been really good. Uh, I, I saw Jack. Jack uh, took apart Joe Ivanak in the first week, and that's one of the better corners in the league. And uh, since then, I really haven't seen, you know, uh, Arizona getting the ball to him. Arizona State, I should say. Getting the ball to Jack. We got a phone call from True. All right, let, let's let's get True on the line here. All right, we got True, uh, co-captain of the uh, Arizona State team here. True, I, I heard you have beef with uh, with Tommy Savaro over here. Is there is there any truth to that speculation? I just you know like I mean just just look at the play calls, man. He he's calling pass interference on offense. He's he's I don't like he's calling plays on the other side of the field. He's making calls on. I just, I just I don't know why you got hatred for the team. Like we we just outside, you know. Like you, you know how we come in. Dad, your response. Hey, can, can can you single out the play that I call from the other side of the field? <laughs> oh, I don't think you can. Uh, the 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 Julius ball. That I was on that side of the field. No, the other one. I was ten feet from the play. The first deep ball, Tom. You said he was out. What? He said the first deep ball. You said Julius was out. On the right side of the field, that Augie threw Julius, obviously. I don't make calls. I let I let the referees on the other side of the field make the calls. <laughs> I, I don't go opposite side. I call my side of the field. So is there a possible ejection for True Style coming up if you do have to ref one of their games? Oh, he keeps bitching the way he does. Hell yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, true. Give me give me your prediction this week on on your game in your first game. It's you guys only oh. play one game this week, right? Oh, you're playing your first game, which is against um, Notre, Dame. Notre Dame. What do you, what do you think? How do you think your team matches up against them? I, I, I just think, like, Sam Allen is terrible. So mm. we're just literally going to fry him. That's the game plan? No, that's not the game, the game plan, but I just I can't give it up. Like, that's it. <laughs> just, just pop out Sunday. It's going to be a show. It's, the games are on Saturday, but. True <laughs> oh, yeah, and true. How do you feel about being benched at uh, at, at the slot position? Augie gave you your chance. You had a pa- not, offensive not, pass interference, and you passes. dropped the wide open ball in the end zone. I, I can't. I that must have been my know. fault, I guess. Yeah, Somehow. Tommy was in my head completely. Yeah. <laughs> Much like yeah, you're in everyone else's head during yeah. a game. All right, that's it for, for True Style there. Uh, let's get into our picks on this one right here. I got Arizona State. That where are you at? Arizona State. Oh, he's taking Arizona State. We'll no, get Kurt- I'm no, we'll get we'll get Kurt- <laughs> we'll get uh, we'll get Kurtzman's picks in here. Uh, this Notre Dame team, in all seriousness, they're missing a lot of their guys. There can be a lot of moving parts, a lot of guys unfamiliar playing with each other. Uh, I'm going Arizona State in this one. I think they should win pretty handily because this team that they're playing has no chemistry. They've never played together, or if they have, not this season. So this is a week. Uh, all their role players really need to step up. Jordan Noya needs to step up. Jarwar, step up. Uh, I'm trying to think. Joey Ratty, he played his first game last week. Sam team need to use him. I don't know. I'm excited, man. All right, should be, should be a, a fun yeah. game to watch. Like I'm saying, this this is an elite team. Notre Dame is an elite team. They're missing a couple players, but everyone else can step up and do the job. Mm. I, I'd like to see him do it. All right, we're not going to preview the uh, the doubleheader games here, but we will give our picks. Uh, give me the doubleheader schedule. We got Arizona State versus UCLA. 
Me versus Rob. I got Arizona State. Arizona State. Okay. Arizona State. And then we got Notre Dame versus Arizona. Oh, it's a good game. I have... I have... Arizona. I have Arizona. Fuck. I'm taking Notre Dame. I'm okay. grabbing. I'm get. I'm get. I'm grabbing the game. Me first, I would have said Arizona. <laughs> I have Arizona. I, I got Notre Dame. I'm taking Notre Dame in that game. Remember I, that. I think Notre Dame's missing too many key pieces. Yeah. Uh, I need a game somewhere. I, I'm running out of time. There's only a few weeks left in the regular season. Oh, wrong game to pick. I'm running out of time. I'm taking Notre Dame. Uh, let's get into the. Um, Let's get into the uh, the news or nothing here. Let's do let's do the news or nothing segment. Let me pull up the OBFFL Adam Schefter Twitter account because I'm pretty sure that account was pretty active this week, right, dog? I don't know. I don't talk to that guy. Let's 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 do the uh, the OBFL Schefter. All right, <laughs> news or nothing. Sources confirm captain uh, is keeping wide receiver slash defensive back Joe Denoya in the dark about this week's game plan. Allen tells reporters, I'm not sure what to do with him. As of right now, he's not playing at the level we need him to be playing at. He needs to show us something this week. Dad, do you think it's fair that Joe DeNoya is <laughs> singled out consistently by the rest of his team? Yeah, that's a joke. Uh, no one gives more effort than Joe DeNoya week in and week out. Hmm. I think Joe DeNoya needs a championship. Yeah, the kid comes to the field early. You know, he's, he's the first player from his team on the field, you know, putting his work in, practicing before the game. And, you know, he'll stick around and be the last guy to leave and yeah. watch other teams and learn and see what he can pick up uh, about, you know, any information on other teams. Obviously, this is a joke. Funny joke. Uh, I don't know if it's a joke. I watched the film last week, Joe Denoya. <laughs> and if you're playing spy, just know I might have 150 rushing yards. Joe Denoya is obsessed with getting after the quarterback yeah, now. I mean, Over, under. I'll give, we'll set Joe Denoya sacks this week at point five. Are you? Are you taking- I'm hammering the under. And lock it in, put your house on it, put everything you own on it. All right, we'll make that the first official bet. Um, here we go, another one. Um, another one for WFL Schefter. After fielding offers from both Clemson and Notre Dame, Nick Sedano has elected to sub for Clemson this Saturday, sources confirm. Sedano looking to help Clemson keep their playoff hopes alive and will be going up against his personal rival, Commissioner Kurtzman. What led to the decision, Sedano tells reporters? Fat Allen is as soft as cotton. I'm ready to go to war with Zach and take down the bear. Do we think Nick Sedano is enough to make an impact on this game and potentially beat Kurtzman's team? Uh, yeah, I think he can. Yeah, I think he can. <laughs> Look, I just went after him. Uh, he, I just went up against him last week. He's definitely a difference maker. Um, uh, he might have something fueled up because, you know, Kurtzman never released a contract. Uh, Nick's pissed about that. I think he, he's going to come out and have five sacks against Kurtzman. I, yeah, I mean, it was freezing last week. I'm wearing a yeah. you know, the jacket and kids playing in a white beater. Yeah, uh, Nick is is definitely psychotic, and I'm excited to see him play uh, against Kurtzman. Let's go. The last one here. This is absolutely hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh, sources indeed confirm Ohio State plans to suspend Johnny Samarco for being way too out of pocket on Twitter this afternoon. Wow. The picture Johnny posted of the ice cream cone. Looks delicious. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely hilarious. If you haven't seen it, check it out on Twitter. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, Is Johnny Samarco the most underrated player in the league? One of them, absolutely. Ugh. Definitely one of them. I think Johnny's an absolute beast. Who are your uh, early award award predictions? Because we only got a few games left. Yeah. Oh, like our awards. Who's your Heisman? Kurtzman or IB? I have Kurtzman right now. IB. Yeah, I got IB. Okay. I think Kurtzman has the best system, but right now IB is 
on a different level. You okay, have like an Outland Trophy best line. I, I always say that I'd be the best quarterback in the league, but I think I have Kirschman as my Heisman right now. Um, for Defensive Player of the Year right now, if you had to pick a person, where are you leaning? Well, this is tough. That's very tough. Oh, give me a few people off the top of your head. Uh, TJ Angstad is pretty I got pick every day. Douglas. Every Douglas. Q. Billy. Has a, Douglas, Q has an interception in every game he's played in. Q. And he's been. I think Tyson is in the conversation. I think Billy Andrews is in the conversation. Yeah. Um, you said TJ Angstad already. Uh, who am I missing? Um, I don't know. Vin Arena, I'm pretty sure he's up there in sacks. Um, Austin, I would assume, is up there in sacks. I, for me, it's between the two guys on Notre Dame, between Q and Nick Douglas. Q and Nick Douglas yeah, right now. I, yeah, that's, you can't go wrong there. Those yeah, guys I, I think there's is. a lot of guys still a few weeks left to, uh, to, prove, to, yeah. to prove themselves. I think first and second team All-Americans this year is going to be lit. I think there's a lot of good action going on in the league. Again, everybody... Games this week are at 12 o'clock, 1.15, and then 2.30 games. They're going to be games all day. If anyone wants to stay and help uh, with stats, doing whatever, refing, whatever it may be, uh, let us know. We're, we're always in need of help, people to come for the weekend. Hopefully, we see everyone who's listening to this there. Uh, it's going to be really fun. going to be cold. Make sure everyone stays warm. Yeah, stay warm. Looking, look exci- I'm looking excited. Uh, looking forward to the games this week. Very excited. Uh, do we have anything else before we get out of here? Nothing from you, Dad? Anything from you, Ugg? Right. Um, f- uh, fucking Rob and Smitty, uh, UCLA and Zona, they play the early slate and then they have to ho- sit a whole game before they play the doubleheader. Stay warm, stay yeah, loose. Stretch, do Absolutely. all that shit, don't fucking get hurt. All right, if you're listening on Apple, make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on SoundCloud, make sure to follow the page to uh, get a notification every single time we post. See you guys on Saturday. All right, I'm going to follow you.